Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hayden. I'm working at... An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Wednesday here at the Chuck and Julie Show. Chuck Bonneville, Julie Hayden, True Straight Up, brought to you by... Brought to you by Denver Senegenics and Dr. Julie McCallan and a great landscaping company. Take care of all your landscaping needs. Uh, they have trees, supplies. They build them, deliver them, etc. Build them. They, well, they build them. They, build they grow them. them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's happytrees.co. Happytrees.co. Um, we have coming up today... Um, I'm going to get the book here. We had him in a few months ago when his book first came out. Well, actually, it was several months ago. Roy Johnston, about a year ago, he wrote a book, um, 34 Days in Holding America in the Balance, the 2020 Election History Commentary and a Warning. Um, and he had to update it because the warning, the warning that he was giving wasn't even close to how bad it's become. And so he's going to come up and give us an update on his book and his research um, coming up at 3.30. Chronology the worst presidency in the history of the United States. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even the Democrats agree with that, too. Um, and so on. But at first, I want to talk about that and let you know, for the first half hour, um, 888-627-6008. If you want to call in, 888-627-6008. If you're watching us on Zoom, go ahead and you want to either just raise your hand or go ahead and just unmute yourself and bring your camera up and we will see that and bring you on. Yeah, that's right. Well, we want to go into another talking about the world's worst presidency. Uh, Joe yeah. Biden um, today um, is over in the, uh, the Middle East. Um, and disastrously can't figure out how to get off a plane. Oh, no, is um, that more? I'm... Yeah, he's just going, where am I? And, and, and he sees some woman, so he starts wandering toward her, you know, hey, honey, can I smell your hair? Um, and uh, it's just another, but, but it's just been, been going day by day, farther and farther down. Um, his Civquis poll number, I think 30, up from 29. Um, New York Times, 33 percent. I mean, it's just amazing stuff. Well, and what you're seeing is it's interesting. You know, we've, we've talked before that there always is in politics sort of a sort of a drumbeat. Right. And you took a scooch over. You took as always leaning on my sister. There's Hi, a everybody. line here. Yeah. How are we doing? <laughs> there is, um, you know, sort of a a feeling you get it, a momentum one way or another. And even the liberal media, um, New York Times, Washington Post are starting to hammer on Joe Biden. And all over the place now you see the thing, well, he's too old. Isn't he too old? I mean, the Denver Post this morning had an editorial. Oh, first, the front page story, I just have to say this was like something about Trump in deep trouble over the January 6th testimony. Oh, now, yeah. no one else was even covering that. It didn't even, I mean, it, it, like, is that still going George, on? George Rocker does. No, okay. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, but that was the idiotic headline. But on their editorial page, there was a, a, a saying Joe Biden is too old to run for president again. So he's just getting hammered. And we pulled a couple of sound pipes. You know, it's bad when beloved Dr. Jill, Dr. Jill, the top medical doctor in the United States, <laughs> is, is even getting hammered, too. I mean, and getting hammered for giving what should be you a know, problem speech, right. trying to trying to suck up to Hispanics. And even that is a disaster. When when you have that be a disaster and and, and diversity and get attacked by Democrats, things aren't going well, well. And because you know, it's particularly because it's a, a speech that probably normally um, would have never even been covered, right? No. It's just you know, Jill Biden giving a speech at something, right? That happens all the time. But this was such a disaster. Now everybody's covering it, mm. um, and so she's trying to, as you said, suck up to the Hispanics, the Latinx. And even though, like, we don't call ourselves that. But anyway, could we please, uh, TJ, play the Jill soundbite? But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, <laughs> is your strength. 
And then to get to Tefra. So first of all, that's not how you say Bogodas, right? It's bodegas, right? Bodega. So you would think, I mean, when I was in TV and reading a teleprompter, mm-hmm. you would spell it out phonetically. There are mm-hmm. tons of words you maybe don't know how to speak. Um, that was a, so many things. That was a stupid speech, number one. Nobody actually talks like that. It's like from the towering, you know, redwood forest. <laughs> um, I mean, that's just dumb. Um, and they're not breakfast tacos anyway. They're breakfast burritos, right? I mean, well, Santana, they're breakfast tacos. Uh, well, whatever. But, but then, <laughs> and I'll, I'll give her this. I mean, when I heard that, I'm like, well, that wasn't all that bad. She wasn't actually comparing people to breakfast tacos <laughs> but she's just getting hammered to the point where she apologized for it well she staff. apologized saying you know i hope i didn't offend the, or give anything but the more <laughs> warmest praise and love to the latinos notice she said latinos not latinx which they normally do so she when they started out they probably put latinx and oh that'll get us you know just say latinos just, just say, say latinos just say brown people no i'm kidding i didn't say that here's from from leo Biden. biden probably didn't get his breakfast tacos yeah it's like kamala harris does biden was too old from Stephen in 2020 and let's ignore his two brain aneurysms and from leo you can't spell it out for biden on the teleprompter he just said end of quote repeat the line good point i mean you're just so just don't give any speech but i mean normally the media has kind of stayed away from joe bush has been portrayed lovingly remember how awful it was when he was first elected and because of the january 6th insurrection they had all the troops and stuff there and there's that picture of jill biden like like little like uh, hansel and gretel or something like that she's got the little basket of like 14 cookies in it that she was taking out to the troops there which was stupid like oh thank you like she actually made those but she's not getting those you know vogue covers or the people magazine you know inside the white house anymore jill biden she never did i mean she's never quite been able to to kind of get the love that is afforded to michelle obama and some of the other democratic ones but you know it's bad when she's being trashed by everybody for a speech that normally and again i would argue that that wasn't that bad it was terrible (laughs) it was terrible comparing people to food not even just food but to tacos <laughs> it's kind of like and you know some poor speech writer was like what i mean you guys said oh, it was okay uh, it sounded great. Yeah. <laughs> i don't mean to laugh but it was just but it's funny because clearly the honeymoon is over and they're trying to not only are they trying to shove him out they're trying to shove her out too um well it's hard not to be you know they were all on the biden bus but uh, but when the biden bus is heading over the cliff they're you know they, they're jumping out of the biden bus and never like that bus anyway Right. Well, and here's so here's another one. But what's becoming harder for the Biden administration to do, and I'm sure they're like, wait a minute, all you fake news people were supposed to be that's covering. What, that's for us. why you right. are fake news. Right. right. You're supposed to be saying it's Putin's gas price. You're yeah. supposed to be ignoring inflation, ignoring gas prices. You're supposed to be ignoring the border. Emphasize just, how great the, the economy is doing. That Afghanistan withdrawal was right. Uh, couldn't Dunker. have been done better. Dunker. Couldn't have been done better. And, and they're not cooperating there anymore at all. And they still, I guess, because they don't know what else to do, keep just repeating the lies, right? Right, right. So if we could please play, here's Joe Biden when he was confronted by a reporter, and they're actually letting reporters get, I mean, they well, can't just, they, they can't help it. I mean, right, well, I mean, because it's all the reporters now, right? Before it used to be, they just have to keep Peter Ducey from Fox right, out of right, the way. Right. Now they're all asking him questions, and the rabbit, the Easter Bunny, wasn't around uh, yeah, to run well, interference. I'm in this sure one. he's in another disguise here yeah. in so Israel. If we could please play the Joe Biden, this is Joe responding to a reporter asking him, how come everyone hates him? Democrats who don't want you to run again. They want me to run. Two-thirds said they don't. Read the poll, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. Primary voters. Yeah, they, they, well, I know that was a CNN thing. You can see those Secret Service guys there. Should we tackle them? What should we do that? Where's the Easter Get the bunny, bunny out. Where's the bunny? Uh, I mean, that's just not true, right? I mean, and, and Joe Biden, he gets crabby about it. Hey, Jack, you know, it's like, they do want me to run again. It's like, no, they don't, actually, Joe. No, the New York Times doesn't want you to run again. The, New, the Washington Post, even the Denver Post doesn't want you to run again. So you got to wonder, what's it like, uh, you know, to, well well, and number one maybe he thinks the the 92 that's a question you have is he maybe he thinks 92 percent of the people well maybe it's right maybe there's some polls saying would you vote going to democrats would you vote for the democratic candidate in 2024 and they say yes and so he goes well if i'm the candidate you know i'm sure he could 
you know, polls can be manipulated how you want to, but but well, and to that point from Stephen, yet polls for what they are worth show Biden beating Trump by three points if there's a rematch in 2024. That's just one poll, though, Stephen. There's other polls out there that show Trump beating Biden mm-hmm. like 44 to 38. So polls are are what they are. I think there are two things going on in there, though. Biden is not popular. He's not a popular no. president. No. And number two, Donald Trump remains popular with the, with the Republican with the Republican Party. Um, Not then, George Brockler, but Sandra party. says now they should all be on the bus. It goes over the cliff. Mm-hmm. You're right, Sandra. They're the one who drove us there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then Leo the was saying, Steve, that poll that you mentioned, the margin of error was 3%. Um, so and, well, trending, though, I think there are, it's just bad news. I mean, the consumer price index came out today. And again, you know, the government fudges that. And I think that's probably true of Democrats and Republicans. They fudge no, the numbers. Oh, no. Democrats are so much smarter. Well, they, Democrats fudge They always more. rig everything far more. You know, probably go, oh, well, I guess it's not good. <laughs> so, I mean, it. it's up 9%. Um, that's the highest it's been since 1981. I was reading 9%. a thing. It says, it, it's like if, 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 um, if it continues at this rate, which there is no reason to think it's going to not continue at this rate, the annual natu- natural gas rate, if it continues, is going to be up 100% All right. this year. Gasoline up 134%. But a great economy. You that's know, true. and it's interesting, and people get it. I was having um, our son Rev, we got together with some other moms and kids today for a He's 11. It's not really a play date. Anyway, for the kids to get Mothers screwing off at a pool, <laughs> drinking, getting <laughs> no, drunk, rioting. No, yeah, really. <laughs> it was just but a one of, one of the moms was commenting, they have an RV and they have a boat. And and she was saying, you know, they have to make a choice. now. I mean, it wasn't a political discussion at all. It was just moms talking. And she was saying, we have to decide, can we take our RV out or our boat out? Because we can't afford the gasoline for both. And then one of the other moms was saying, um, well, you know, hopefully, you know, it'll go away pretty soon. It always does. <laughs> and all the other moms, we were all like, why? I mean, there was absolutely zero reason to think it's going to yeah, go away. The economy craters and, you know, like it did in Germany in 1923. I mean, yeah, sure. So, I mean, and that's a scary thing. This is a result of presidential and progressive policies that they, that they know. This isn't some weird something going on somewhere. It's not Putin's gas price, right? These are policies deliberately put in place knowing that this was going to be the result. They just figured that somehow people would not care or that the, you know, the media lapdogs wouldn't report it. But, but when you've got the gasoline policies and the energy policies that this administration has, gas is only going to continue to go up. It's supply and demand, right? If they keep squashing the supply, the demand is there. People can't. It's a Putin price act. It's a Putin price act. Well, and then again, I think the conservative treehouse just always does such a great job. At right now, the average grocery bill is up 12% over this time last year, Mm. but that's only going to get worse because we're seeing the grocery prices that reflected the last crop seasons, fuel prices and fertilizer prices, right? So if gasoline and fuel and fertilizer and all of that has gone up by the, by the end of the year, a hundred percent, right? I mean, we we can't give up on the liberal world order. I mean, come on, it's, it's important to us and and we got to win that, that wonderful battle in Ukraine they're doing nice things now. They're about to approve same-sex marriages, which is always good in the middle of a war. So that'll be good. <laughs> yeah. um, and and they're just they're just working hard to do great things and show them they're they're right there with us. In the, That's in right. The Here trenches. we go from Leo. At least you know, moms at the pool don't bring glass bottles. That's right. We're safety <laughs> conscious. It's all plastic. Um, from Jim, the rise in prices may slow, but they will never go down. Yeah, I think though, you know, if they do, it's never a Jim, good thing. There's a reason that all the World Economic Forum people are talking about, you know, we need to learn to um, food shortages are just going to, yeah, are just going to be a thing, right? And they want to do that so we don't have meat, right? I mean, and, and again, I think you're going to have a heck of a hard time convincing a lot of people, okay, no, we're having your barbecue, no steak, no hot dogs, no ribs, but you have some, here's some bugs, yeah, you know, bugs, and, bugs. And I don't know if you guys, my daughter is, is sometimes into vegan stuff. Um, and I'm sorry, it's just not that good. It's, I mean, it's, it's just not that good. It's not meat. Now, maybe if you were raised never eating meat and you had survived childhood and you weren't, didn't die at 17 pounds, kind of like in Soylent Green, (laughs) you might be okay with all of this. Parents didn't starve you to death. But I think, I think though things, I fear that things are going to get a lot worse 
because again, this this energy, these energy prices that has a ripple effect into everything, and we're just you know that that's just being felt again. Whatever the farmers are, well, first of the far they were going to let farmers grow food. So you combine the fact that it's more expensive for farmers to grow food with the fact that they're letting farmers grow less food. Um, then combine that with the fact that it's more expensive to get whatever food they are going to allow us to have to the grocery store. And I don't know, are we supposed to all ride our e-bikes and lime scooters to the grocery store? Sure, I mean, sure, it's going to be, be I mean, it's just, it's just going to get worse. And I don't know. And they didn't say this at the moms at the pool thing. Cause they didn't want to, you know, I, 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 don't know, I didn't know where everybody was coming from, Drowning. but these are people in a non-political discussion. The one mom was like, well, it always gets better. And everyone was like, Shut up. No, they didn't say that. They were like, I don't know what would make it better, though. So, Uh, except Republicans winning. Some Republicans. Maybe some more. Let's see. Um, Let's see. This is from Stephen or from Dr. Donna. And another protein source falls. Exactly. Another protein source that falls through the grill. They break up and become mush (laughs) or crumbs. Um, Oh, their scooters are orange. Well, there you go. Um, Good enough for John the Baptist. The polis say, say, (laughs) give us that. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Do we have any petroleum reserves left? Um, We have a little bit, but I think we're going to sell those to China, too. Yeah, so, uh, well, I mean, doing Chinese. everything you can to help the Chinese in this time of need. And that's where I go with, I mean, this is on purpose, right? So they, for political reasons, you know, say, okay, we're going to go, you know, dig into the petroleum or reserves and then they ship it to China. It's like, what, you know, what is up with that? And, so and you it, think somebody would say, Hey, why don't we just sell it to mobile who sells in China or something. But you could do some kind of backdoor deal, but it's, but it's not coming to us. And again, they don't want it to come to us. So it's an amazing, it's just amazing to watch the level of incompetence. I mean, it's, it's world record. But see, again, I'm going to say it is not incompetence. I don't think, I think it's intentional. And I think what we're seeing, I was reading this in a column and I think this is true. Oh, it's intentional, but, but they could have hit it better. Oh yeah. I mean, they, they could have gone, you know, we're really trying hard slower or something. Well, just somehow, kind of go what price well they do do that what price tag there's been no all the prices are the same 94 percent of democrats love me what are you talking about <laughs> and that was that was a staff that they surveyed the polls of that but you know i think we're watching and this is what the column said and it's true kind of in real time a real um evolution, I think, of the two-party system here. The Democrats are increasingly becoming the party of the upper-class elites who make enough money and are isolated enough or have government jobs um, or, you know, nonprofit organization jobs that they don't care. Um, and the only thing they care about are social issues. And from their point of view, they don't, they want to talk about Roe v. Wade, right? They want to talk about transgender rights. They want to talk about the Green New Deal. They want to talk and not really talk about it, but shove it onto all of the rest of us. And that's what the Democrat Party is anymore. I, to be honest, I don't know why anyone who is a Democrat, I changed years ago that is still a Democrat, unless you're an upper class elite who thinks that somehow you're smarter than everyone else. And and who cares if, you know, people have to suffer in order for this new social change to emerge. The Republicans are becoming the party of the middle class, but not only that, but they're becoming the party of, of the minority people and everybody else, essentially. The question is, will the Republicans be smart enough to take advantage of that? Now, this is from Sandra. Did you hear the UC Berkeley professor response to Josh Hawley? Uh, talk about the very stupid, moronic Democrats need to go. Um, yeah, <laughs> UC Berkeley. Absolutely. Well, right. I mean, that was one. That, where, we should have played that one. Yeah, where, he, where he says, now, well, what do you mean by that? He says, oh, well, I want to note that what you're saying is transgender hatred and you're causing death. And of, violence. And violence against trans. One in five tries to commit suicide because of you. And what you said, and Holly's just going, what? Are you, is it your class like this? Have you attack everybody? Who, right. well, my class is great. We have lots of fun. I bet you do. Right. Um, and she's, uh, I mean, she but was, again, I, she, that was a great soundbite we should have put on sure, here. But given where things are in the economy, right? Again, I go back to this non-political group of moms talking about having to make a choice about, you know, do we, because the gasoline prices are so high, they're making real time, real life choices. And in Congress, they're arguing about transgender rights. It's like, you know what? Transgender rights, let's argue about that when everything is fine. And everybody, I mean, that's hate speech, Julie. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like you're, you're, that's just you're resulting in the death 
of transgender people and violence against them by, by know, that kind of statement. That's, I mean, even transgender people must use gasoline, right? You'd think that a few of them would say, you know, maybe we could talk about this. But here's another thing, too, I want to talk about just real life experiences. The other day, I ran into a photographer that I used to work with who was still working. And he was saying to me for, for a number of reasons, he's like, you know, you're so you should be so glad that you got out. But this is in Denver. And he said, it's just dangerous out there anymore. He said, they're so low staff, they have to work solo, the photographers do, rather than with a photographer. And he said, you just can't. You a reporter. A reporter, rather. He said, you can't go downtown. He said, it's too dangerous to go downtown. Um, he said, it's too dangerous to go to the Capitol. He said, it's too dangerous to go a lot of places. He said, people are being hurt. Equipment is being stolen. I mean, this is in downtown Denver, right? So you've got all the, again, the upper class elites would be like, oh, everybody, you know, Kyle Clark, who does not live in downtown Denver, mm-hmm. will say stuff like, see, people are coming coming to Denver. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's some things going on in Denver. I, I give you that. But in general, the people who work in Denver right. and have to go to places in Denver are like, yeah, it's too dangerous to come here. I mean, thank you very much, Jared Polis. And we were going to talk about George Soros, you know, and, you know, that's not prosecute any criminals anymore. Yeah, well, it's, it's just, it's just amazing. And I forget which, uh, which state, I think it's Florida that they said that, or maybe it was Texas said, okay, yeah, it's Florida. You have to come back and and go to work now you can't just all sit at home and they're like wait quit this is unbelievable the oppression that we go to work no uh you know kind of the, and then they can get and then, then well they'll figure out i gave up my government job that was <laughs> yeah <Wow. laughs> well Whoa. i was reading a report Gover- government employment fell even last month we lost nine thousand jobs um, back with the reserve. This is from Jim. Started with the reserve full at 700 million barrels, down to less than 500 million. If we can recover the last few drops, um, then Sandra, it's dangerous everywhere in Colorado and in every city. Again, most of these cities are run by Democrats. Um, and then Johnny Johnson, who is running, by the way, for 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 um, House District, um, they're fixing it up for the homeless. LOL. Yeah, I mean, Denver came out with another report saying, oh, we, we need more money. Guess who? John Parvensky with the coal. For the he's retiring, I saw. Oh, oh, well, that's why he needs to make yeah, some yeah. money. He's got such a such a huge pension, I'm sure. Um, so I, again, I, it's just all. Well, I thought you wanted to talk about the George Soros stuff a little bit. Well, we don't have maybe we have yeah. enough time. I, mean, yeah. I, I was just thinking the other day how one person just sitting back in his farm in New Jersey, George Soros, or a state in New Jersey, yeah, and, and he kind of go, yeah, yeah, and he goes, I got an idea. You know, the whole justice system depends on prosecutors. Nobody cares about prosecutors' late races. If we throw money in there, we can destroy entire cities, whole portions of the country, um, in all in the name of good government. I mean, and he has. And they've just taken over city after city. Manhattan, um, uh, you know, Beth McCann is not a social justice warrior, but the next person will be. Um, and, Denver and, DA. Yeah, maybe Tay Anderson. I mean, he'll be DA. Um, and it's it, what, and they haven't spent that much money. I mean, you know, right. In, in, in the greater thing, I mean, how much havoc is he created in San Francisco, LA, Philadelphia, Chicago, St. Louis, New York? I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. So it just shows you what somebody with little brains, malevolence and, and yeah. money can do. I mean, it's just, and he just sits there. Oh, we love George Soros. Philanthropist. Remember that he's a philanthropist. Well, you know, you look at, we even had Ted Trimper on our show a couple of Fridays ago said, and he kind of just slid in and he goes, well, you know, some of the bail bond reforms have gone too far. I'm like, you think, you think, Ted? It's like, no one gets, unless you're a January 6th Fed surrectionist, nothing happens to you no matter what you do. I mean, again, years ago, we started talking about this on our show, that when you arrest a criminal and then you release them immediately without bond, no matter what the crime, no matter how many crimes they've committed before, no matter how many failure to appear warrants they have, it doesn't take the criminals very long to realize it doesn't make any difference. And, and then it doesn't take their friends very long to realize maybe that's what people are doing. Like, why am I working? Well, if I want a car, why don't I go steal one? Yeah. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Uh, nothing. I mean, literally nothing, you know? Um, and so you have the criminals out committing more and more crimes. Cities are getting dangerous. And you said, I mean, what I don't know is, is George Soros, do you think, well, I think our friend Karen Cattling says this, he just wants destruction. I mean, yes, is that what, yes, what he's yes, about? Yes, yes. He's, he's uh, Vishnu the destroyer. I mean, he just figures out ways that he can just 
totally muck up the system and call that progress. I mean, he's done a great job of it. I mean, who, who would have thought, hey, we just got to throw money into prosecutors' races, and you watch everything come down in the name of, of, of good government. <laughs> Yay! Uh, in the name of reform and everything else. I mean, it's just brilliant. It's just it's just brilliant. And same with Secretary of State races. They were, right. hey, let's run all these Democrats, call themselves Republicans, and they, they can, and then we'll run one Democrat against another Democrat and Pam Anderson. I mean, just in Colorado. Yeah, in well, Colorado. and the Secretaries of States, because those are the people then who control keeping, you know, election integrity a thing, right? And instead, if you have, you know, Secretaries of State like Jenna Griswold, where you don't, you know, ballot harvesting, mail ballots, all of that, then you can control the elections. I mean, there is, it is, you know, you wouldn't think that, like you said, 10 years ago, like, you know, so take over the DA's office, you'd be like, what? Well, because there was a time when you would have thought that most DA's would have been like, well, I know, I'm a DA, a district attorney, I represent the people, I will prosecute the bad guys. You wouldn't think that the DA's would turn out to be like, no, the bad guys, I'm running now. Well, the DA's would be, no, set the bad guys free. And if you're, a, you know, a tax-paying American and you want to, you know, go to your school board meeting and complain about a policy, we'll yeah, you. then we're going to go ahead and arrest you. So, uh, you know, I, again, I think that's why Joe Biden is so underwater. I think it's all kind of getting laid. There's Johnny, feet. you heard an earful about uh, Pam at the Arapo Tea Party meeting last night. How much about, about Pam Anderson, who's just as bad? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's awful. It's just awful that we've got a Zuckerberg queen and and Janet Griswold is is just a little Nazi. I mean, it's just. Oh, no, we can't say that. Oh, can't say that. Or maybe she's a Ukrainian Nazi. <laughs> oh, no. Um, well, those aren't real Nazis. No. Okay. Ukrainian Nazis are not she's real something Nazis. something no good. Um, well, I, I, you know, I think people are waking up. The difference is hopefully people realize, you know, actually this isn't going to go away. It's not going to go away until we make it go away. Because well, as long as you have ballot harvesting and you utilize it in Colorado, Democrats will never be out of power. No. And thanks to Ken Bucks, the world said we have a gold standard. Well, you know, and back to the safety, we should have played this video too. I was busy today, so I didn't have time to pull it. Sitting around the pool. <laughs> With the moms. Um, did everybody see the video of, it's their two police officers, I forget what city it is, and there's two little kids in diapers still, diapers and underwear, right? So these are little kids and they're hitting the police officers and they're saying, you know, F U B word to the police officers um, and people are taping. And these are little kids. And I mean, a number one, a number of things going on there. Number one, why are these kids like outside running around in their underwear? Right. I mean, normally that would be the kind of thing a police officer would say, where's your mom? You know, where's your mom? Now one has to assume from the video that the parents or the mom or the dad or somebody was standing there watching it. But uh, you wonder, well, you look at, remember when Mayor Hancock's son was arrested and he was mouthing off and swearing at the cops. You wonder where do these kids, these little kids learn this, you know, F U B word Mm -hmm. from the mayor, from their parents. And again, and if you're a cop, now, you know, if you're a cop, you can't even move the kid away, right, without oh, getting no. attacked. So, right. you know, it, it's a, the whole thing is a bad thing. And you can see why if you're a cop, again, Democrat policy. So let all the bad guys out, make it impossible for the police to do their job, make it difficult for them to do their job, give them no backing when they do their job. Well, get them right? arrested. Arrest them, indict them, send them to, I think, I think, uh, the George Lloyd uh, one, George Floyd. Floyd, got 20 more years stacked on the other one, just kind of like, well, he's only given, you know, 40 years before. So why not, you know, the brave prosecutors got <laughs> 20 more. Well, yeah, exactly. If you're a police officer, then that then that's fine. But if you're an illegal alien rapist, then you can go, you can get to Which go is, free. Well, now we find out that the, the, that the 10 year old does exist from the abortion thing. And she was raped by an illegal alien. Um, they leave that part out. Yeah, they left that, that part, part out. out yeah. They left that part out. Well, then maybe we could do some comments. Um, let's see. Sandra, heck, I do not have to leave home. Out back in the alley, I found on numerous occasions people inject, inject, injecting drugs via IV. This is a stay-at-home vacation, right? Yeah, they're being <laughs> trained. Um, from Stephen, how much safer would we all be if the southern border would be secured? So many of the crimes are drug-related, especially meth and by illegals. From Johnny Johnson, too much hip-hop music in the home and the parents think it's funny. And then Sandra, Dr. D, that would be so frightening having that going on in the back. Well, you know, there, there are, I think, a ton of reasons for all of this. And I think 
you know, we'll see if Roy comes, Roy Johnson. We're hoping to get him. Oh, is he? Uh huh. So I'm entering early. Roy, are you there? We can. I was watching my time there all of a sudden. I'm here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Told you. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck was right as usual. <laughs> well, so I was showing people. Chuck's always right. That's yeah, right. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. This is Roy Johnson, Johnson, an author. We've had him on before. Um, he had a book, Four Days in Holding, America in the Balance, the 2020 Election, History, Commentary, and a Warning. And I was saying, I got to imagine whatever warning, and this is a great book. I highly recommend it. But the warning that you gave us there. Wasn't it, enough. <laughs> it's way worse. I mean, you need to raise it by DEFCON troops, you know. <laughs> so how are you? And tell us about your, your update and, and how bad things. I mean, did you think it, was, it would be this bad? Well, you mean, don't we wake up every day? And say it can't get any worse, and damned if it doesn't, you know. Yes, I mean yes. it's just. Uh, I mean, we're defying gravity right now. It's so bad. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. That's right, uh, Julie. I didn't know you were going to come out of the closet. <laughs> oh well, is it, but as a former Democrat, yes, <laughs> I have to admit, I was me too. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Well, I mean, no. can you even? <laughs> It recognize the Democrat Party. It has nothing to do with. I mean, now Chuck is right. He says it's, it always was it's that way. They just hit it better. But I mean, yeah. why is anyone a Democrat these days? You know, that's you know what? Uh, well, we're in a zombie apocalypse. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the true. neurons don't work anymore. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us? So you have updated your book. Why don't you tell people first about that, where they can get it, um, and then what? Uh, there's so much to update. I imagine. There you go. <laughs> oh, here it is, right here. Oh, hey! <laughs> so yes, Amazon uh, dot com. Uh, you can get it. Uh, you can go to my website, uh, Johnstini dot com. J o h n s t i n i dot com. And I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll make you your viewers a deal. The first 10 orders I get for my website, I'll sign it and I'll put a $5 bill back in the book. Wow. wow. That's a good deal. Yeah. So, so, all right, everybody loves deals. Everybody loves yeah. deals. You go over that again. Go so. around they do that again. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it again. No. Okay. Well, give, your, give, give your website first again. 10. Okay. 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 So, um, yeah, guys, I mean, you guys should be, uh, I got to say, the Chuck and Julie show should be mandatory listening. <laughs> Thank you. You guys are great. For what? For, as punishment for what? <laughs> how many people can talk about the end of the free world and have a good time doing it? I, I don't <laughs> there you know. go. You guys are awesome. It's but, either that uh, or. It's one of the things that's, that separates people like us and the other side is we have a sense of humor. They used to. They don't anymore. They do not anymore. No, no, no. no. And I was surrounded by them up in Denver. We're down. Hello from Colorado Springs, by the way. Yes, we love it down here. Come see us. Mike speaks right over there. So the book, uh, why did I write the book? Uh, Julie, you you read the updates. And thank you, by the way, for the the help with that. Sure. Uh, because we have so many problems in this country, but the fourth one, the fourth most important, maybe it's really the most important that I list uh, in the updated chapter is we have a lack of knowledge, a lack of understanding, and a lack of fluency on our side. We have too many people on our side who, when they stop watching Fox News or reading Town Hall or Breitbart or whatever they read, to get their information, listening to the Chuck and Julie show. Uh, there is so much shit going, sorry, so much uh, going down every day. The average person can't keep this in their mind. Yes. Right. right. I mean, look at this. Look at this. But That's that- my cheat sheet. I can't even remember it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I know. No, look, these are mine. Too. I, I have to make all the bets. It's like. <laughs> Mine's all up here. Yeah, all yeah. Up yeah. yeah, except for Chuck. I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can't keep it in my head either, but I, I try. And that, I think we're at a point where uh, 
you know, this ship that we've called America is going down. Yeah. And the only thing that's going to stop it is the vote in November. Yes. Obviously, if we don't win both houses, we're dead in the water. But uh, it, it's got it's more than just voting. Uh, we were in Crested Butte a week ago, my wife and I. And uh, amazingly, of course, I was walking around with my Trump hat on. And, you know, one of the great things now, listen, all you guys out there and gals, you got to wear your Trump hats. Yeah, I'm telling you. And here's why. It's a screen. So, you know, uh, in the Bible, it talks about sifting the, the wheat from the chaff, right? So the chaff's not any good. That's the Democrats. Okay. We want the wheat <laughs> we who can sprout and produce. That's us. Yes. Uh, why wear a trumpet? Because it's a screen. It, it repels the people you don't want to talk to. Yeah. Yeah, the people you want to talk to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm walking around, Debbie and I were in Crested Butte, and we met so many people because I'm wearing this hat. Texas, Oklahoma, Indiana, Michigan, you know, they come from everywhere to go to Crested Butte. Right. And, uh, and one of the things I learned, and these are, I mean, these people are going to, they're going to vote the right yes. way in November. Yes. Okay. But when we were talking about the issues, they couldn't do it. Oh, like what? What do you mean? Like what? Some of the some of the oh, issues. Just, just you know, off the cuff. What What are the most important issues facing facing the country today? You'd be surprised. How I mean, inflation. Yeah, everybody mentions inflation. You know, in the book, uh, in the updated book, uh, I mentioned the Quinnipiac uh, right. uh, survey that was done in May. And uh, inflation came out number one when you average across all the people surveyed, right? Right. But when you talk to the Democrats, inflation wasn't number one. Uh, what number was two, abortion? Ukraine was number one. Ukraine, yeah, the good old Ukraine. Yeah. Like, so here's here's a bit of trivia. Here's a bit of trivia. So when when you guys are going out to have your coffee, not you, not Chuck and Julie, but I'm talking to your audience, and uh, we need to strike up conversations with people. We need to find a way to do it. So keep your ears open. Listen for things that you might have in common and say, oh, yeah. Hey, and just don't be afraid. Right. All I can do is say no. Big deal. Right. But uh, here's something you might uh, throw out there when you're talking about Ukraine. And I used to have my I had my Ukraine T-shirt on this morning when I was over at Starbucks. But uh, <laughs> the United States has spent $53.6 billion supporting Ukraine. Oh, it's pledged you know how much more. Europe has spent? $14, 10 2. Two? Two dollars? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Two, $2 billion. So, so the United States is spending over 25 times more money to support Ukraine than Europe, who is the neighbor of Ukraine. That's insane. Right. Well, and, and we, we've, we've now pledged sixty-four point one billion, and they added another three point eight for the U.S. aid and Treasury Department to pay for healthcare workers. I mean, we could buy the whole country, right? We could buy everybody. We have bought. I mean, country. you could buy the whole country like a mansion with that, right? And well, like Trump's wall was going to cost, or we spent fifteen billion round numbers right. on Trump's wall, right. which you know has about that much left to be done. Which the equipment was already bought, the materials were already bought. Right. Right. Uh, no, no. So we're they're just trickling through there by the hundreds of thousands every, right. every month. Right. Uh, we've had. So what are the what are the big issues today? Uh, the number one long term issue is the open border. Yes, yeah. I agree. Biden I agree. Has become president. We have two million new residents in the United States. We don't know where they are. We don't know who they are. They're in Donna's backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're in Dr. Donna's backyard. Well, and you're right. I mean, I was reading something. The number of people, illegal people crossing the border illegally, are more than the population of a lot of states in this, yeah. in this country. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, like a, 
Rhode Island just rolled in yesterday. <laughs> right. And and again, these are people coming in from, we don't know where, we don't know. Everywhere. There's security, there's all kinds of issues. Here's what's going to happen, though, because, you know, Dr. Jill and her whole, you people are just like a bunch of breakfast taco comments. You know, people don't like the Hispanics. They're, they're switching. So maybe they'll build a border wall once yeah. they, they don't keep voting Democrat. Oh, yeah. I have a, I had a high school friend who, had a ranch down there. He sold his ranch. It was so unsafe. He right. couldn't leave his wife at home alone. I mean, this is, this is a, it's a, it's an effing nightmare down there. And people have no idea. And Why don't a- they know? Why don't they know what's going on? This is the number one issue long term. Why is it number one? Well, each illegal alien cost us $8,000 a year every year. Yeah. Okay. Every year. In 2018, the United States spent $116 billion supporting illegal aliens. This is, this is, this is a whole package, everything that's involved. This, this accounts for the few that pay taxes. It's everything. So right. that was 2018. Now, of course, it's more than that. Plus, now we have 16 million more of them. Well, the, the really sad part in the Supreme Court's last term they were willing to overturn Roe v. Wade with all the enormous uh, consternation and everything else. And then it came to the uh, stay in Mexico, Trump's policy, and Roberts and Kavanaugh said, no, they can't do it. I mean, just kind of go, you just sold out the country. Do you care? Do you, yeah. I mean, wh- wh- why did you decide that would be a great one to go over with the Democrats? I mean... Well, you know, and here's the thing, too, I think, just a little thing I was reading today. So all of these people, many of them coming in, they they get free medical care, right? Yeah, and I saw I saw today in the Denver Post, they did a, I think I'm the only one who reads that anymore. There was a story <laughs> and it says, so basically the Colorado, whatever our Colorado care is, right, going to go up 11%. 11% coming in January, right? Now, I know my personal insurance went up almost a third, right? And it's like, okay, maybe healthcare got more expensive, maybe not. But but again, when you have to pay for more and more and more people and provide them free healthcare, your healthcare goes up. There's, I mean, somebody's paying for it. The health companies aren't saying, you know, maybe we just won't take that bonus that we were thinking. No, you know, it's and that's just one little teeny thing. And you're absolutely right, you know, Roy, because the Post doesn't cite any of the reasons that it has to go up. They're just saying it's going up. Yeah. 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 So so the open border long term. Uh, what do you it's have? The most, it's number one. Inflation, short term, number two. Inflation will eventually go away. It always does. Even with the Democrats in charge, we'll have a recession. Worst case scenario, we're probably already in one. Uh, depends how you want to define it, but uh, it'll go away eventually. But uh, energy, I want to talk about energy. Okay. We are not, we are We are closing coal-fired plants as fast as we can. Well, Germany is opening coal-fired them up. Coal-fired plants sitting on its Wyoming border. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's scheduled to be shut down. Yeah. You know what's going to back that up? Wind and solar. Yeah, just like Germany. You know what happens when the sun's not shining? You don't yeah. get solar energy. Or the wind's not blowing in Texas. In Texas, and- Texas, they're telling people they can't. Yeah, the wind, it hasn't been as windy as it usually is. So, <laughs> Yeah. And you know what else? This is all in the book, by the way. Okay. The Tesla batteries, which are the best right now to store this intermittent energy that comes from wind and solar. Uh, they tested one in Australia in 2017. They're testing one in Texas now. Uh, when they when they had a drawdown on it to test it, see how long it last lasted one hour. Oh, <laughs> not bad. Well, there you not go. Not bad. So, so when you think about when do you need energy? Well, you need it when it's real cold. Okay, when it's real cold, it's snowing, it's cloudy. Yeah. And when cold pressure comes in, the wind stops. It it blows like hell when it comes in, right? Right. Well, the wind turbines have to stop at 25 miles an hour. Otherwise, they just spin off. Okay. They'll self-destruct. So they've got a maximum speed, wind speed of 25 miles an hour. When that front is coming through, the wind's going a lot more than that. So there's no wind power when it's coming in. Once it's in, we're in the doldrums. There's right. no wind. Right. There's also no solar. This is what happened in Texas in 2020. 
right. 23 people died because ERCOT, right. the, the Energy uh, Commission of the state of Texas under the illustrious Governor Greg Abbott, you know, mm. God bless him, he's a great guy, but he doesn't ah. know anything about science. Right. right. The morons at the University of Houston. Right. Okay. A year later, 23 people are dead because they made a commitment to wind instead of natural gas and nuclear. Oh, I know. It's the, the energy situation, I think. It, and like I was saying at the beginning of the show, and then that has, they're talking about the food inflation now is only at 12%, but that's, that was with the gas prices and the fuel prices and the fertilizer prices from last season. Now that those have gone up, you know, enormously, the food prices are going to go up too. I mean, there's, I mean, it's, everything's going to go up. If I had to list my most important ones, open border would be one, yep. trade would be two, and trade includes energy. I mean, that's yeah. part of the fact right. that now we're importing all the energy. Because eventually when you give away all your production and everything else, uh, you, you don't have an economy anymore. You just well, don't. and what you've got, too, though, is you've got these company of uh, these countries, Brazil, um, India, Russia, China. They're not buying into the green nonsense. Right. They're like, you guys go ahead. <laughs> shut down all of your. Hey, we make the solar panels anyway. We're going to raise those. I mean, so you're going to have, I think, this development of kind of two different world economies. And pretty soon we're all going to be clamoring to get into India. And I don't think <laughs> India is going to have an open border. They're going to be like no. got a lot of people already there. We're, the world's we're exporting. Hey, we're exporting almost four times more coal today than we were 10 years ago. We're still <laughs> mining coal. We just don't burn it here. 40% of the it's world. It's like, don't mean to laugh, but it's like so stupid. It's so it's stupid. Insane. It's insane. This, yes. is, this is why I said that really maybe the number one problem is the lack of knowledge. That's yes. why this book is so important. Because, because, you know, we can have chats like we're having today. You can listen to your favorite news station. You can read, you know, the Epoch Times, Wall Street Journal. Take your pick. Uh, it's in. It's it's just a snapshot in time, right? And you can't remember it. You don't have to remember it now. Buy the book. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> Buy the book. Well, no, and it's it is good. I mean, that's why I wrote the book. Because and well and, and and that's real. I'm doing this backwards. Give people real quickly because we only got about three more minutes. Your background, okay? Besides I have a being PhD in plant genetics, I was a university professor for uh, my initial years. Went into business and agribusiness. Uh, you know, things went well for me in my career. I moved into the food business, and I spent uh, 25 years in food ingredient business. Ran a global business for a, a Swiss global company. And then I started a consulting business at the very end. And, and now I, I, I lose money writing books and doing stuff. Like <laughs> <laughs> kind of like we do doing podcasts, but it's fun. Well, let me ask you really just a couple more questions. What about, I mean, you know, with your background in the food, you know, they keep telling us, and sometimes I think it's like, you know, we should listen that, you know, well, you know, world famine, it's going to be a thing. Food shortages are going to be a thing. Part of the new liberal world order. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Well, Bill Gates and, and the, the World Economic Forum, all of these commies uh, are, ne- are what we call neo-Malthusians. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. You remember Malthus back in 1776? He thought, the wor- he thought the population was going to grow so fast it would outstrip the ability of the globe to supply food. Okay? Well, Bill Gates and his people are trying to ensure that that happens right now. Right. I mean, well, the, 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 good part, the, the good part about prime minister in Denmark. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you hear about this? He, uh-uh. he wants to shut down the use of nitrogen yeah. fertilizer on crops. Right. We saw how well that worked in Sri Lanka. I tell you, if you want a famine real fast, stop fertilizing the crops. In fact, let's all eat organic and tomorrow we'll I, Actually, that's Holland, not Denmark. Right. But, but well, um, here's the thing. And organic is... Holland. And that's when you say organic, I always am suspicious of that anyway. Right. I mean, so maybe the farmers are, well, you know, it's all going to be the Avengers, you know, the where Thanos snaps his finger and half the world dies. It's like, that's going to be a documentary. Well, here's one good thing that Malthus had right. Here's a good part. The food supply does not outstrip the population um, or go under for very long 
because you don't live very long without food. You get, I mean, it, it'll readjust real quick, a couple of weeks, and uh, problem solved. That's true. Now, you know what else you don't live with, Chuck? Oxygen. Yeah. yeah. And we're worried about CO2. Yeah. Without CO2, we don't have oxygen, right? Right. Synthesis. CO2 is a plant food. The plants love it, and they and they go through the metabolic process and spit out oxygen so we can survive. Right, right. You right. got to have CO2. If you go on NASA's website today, you can find a, a site where a satellite photo of the globe, it's greener today than it was 30 years ago. Why? Because of CO2. So we're running out of oxygen too? And they don't tell us that? <laughs> it's no, like- no, no, no. I'm just saying, I'm turning the argument back on those morons right, right, that are right. climate alarmists. I want to mention one other thing. It's a very insidious problem, and that's diversity, inclusion, and equity. Oh. This is the CRT, the critical right. race theory, DSG, yeah. uh, gender fluidity, <clears throat> all of that crap. There, this is child abuse. Yes. Who is the problem? The problem, did you know the United Nations was helping fund the NGOs? that are bringing the illegals into the United States. Did sure they are. They're sending all the money down to Mexico. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Yeah. But anyway, the United Nations also promoting, if you go on the United Nations mission statement, then look at the Teachers Association, NEA, uh, the American Teachers Foundation, those, and then you look at the Democratic Party, you look at the mission statements of all of them. They're mirror images. And yeah. one of the things that's on there is diverse, diversity, inclusion, and equity. Those three things are going to, they're another thing that's killing us. That's our culture. Right. And they're well, they use that, look, they at use what, that to, look at what the Disney company has done. Oh, yeah. They're, well, they're, they're doing that to suicide. shut us all up. Yeah, they're doing that to silence us. Hey, listen, last question. Once again, go over where people can get your book. Um, and I, I highly recommend it. And Chuck and I give, gave a, um, a review of it in yeah, the beginning, yeah. too. So Yes, thank um, you very much. And, you. your, and your review is right here. There we go. All right. All right. Where can folks get this? Amazon.com. Amazon.com. I'm working on getting it in bookstores. You can request it. It's set up where you can ask your bookstore to order it. We all fall down. And then uh, on my website, Johnstini, J-O-H-N-S-T-I-N-I.com. All right. Sir, thank you very much. Great to have you. See you again. All right. All right. Uh, thank you there. Um, so coming up then on Friday, it's going to be party Friday. Everybody be thinking of their favorite movies. Um, TJ. Our producer I, 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 I have a feeling that uh, Roy and I would have very similar films. <laughs> so we should get his, his view. Well, of the best films your, are. your 10 best movies too. <laughs> Everybody that'll do it for us today. Thank you. Remember chuckandduly.com is where you can catch um, links to our show on whatever format you want to watch it, except YouTube where we were banned more than a year ago. Um, I say that reason. with pride. Exactly. Um, thank you to the great guys at BBS. Thank you everyone on zoom. Thanks everybody for your comments. We always love them. That's right. And we will see everybody on party Friday. Bye-bye.